Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the EG Property Podcast with me, EG Editor Sam McClary. This 35-minute conversation is a must-listen for anyone taking part in the JLL Property Triathlon this year. I, for one, am so happy the event is back in 2021. It's one of the highlights of my year. The sun is usually shining and thousands of people from across the industry get together to not only race and network, but to raise money for charity. So dive into this conversation to hear from four competitors about what the JLL Property Triathlon means to them, how training is going, and what they're most looking forward to come the big day on 20th of August. And if you stay to the end, I might even share one of the world's greatest racing faux pas, an embarrassing story from my days of trying to be a semi-serious athlete. Enjoy. So here we are for a very special episode of the EG Property podcast. Very special because it's probably one of my favorite events of the year and I have been saddened that we didn't get it last year but excited that come August the 20th many of us will be gathering putting on our lycra some of us wishing that there weren't people putting on their lycra but gathering down at Dorney for the annual um, property triathlon and I'm joined today by four um, competitors to to find out a little bit more about um how training is going for them but starting off I suppose with just what it's like to have the um, JLL property triathlon back and um what we're all looking forward to so I'm going to go I always say go around the table there is no table we're all on screens um but I will go around the screen and ask um my four guests today to just introduce themselves and give us I guess their view on what what the property triathlon means to me for for them and and how excited I hope they are that it is back. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna start first, Emma, with you as as a JLLer. Uh, introduce your yourself and um, tell us uh, about what the triathlon means for you. Yeah, hi. Yeah, so I'm Emma Hoskin. I'm head of sustainable client solutions at JLL, but more importantly, I am um, one of the relay legs for my team. I'm doing the 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 swim. Uh, leg of our relay this year um what does the try mean to me it definitely means kind of like summer is here I know it's a bit delayed this year and summer has been a bit delayed this year but it definitely means summer is here and a really good chance to kind of make the most of what will hopefully be a really fantastic exciting uh sunny day um and meeting yeah friends and friends and colleagues that we may not have seen for a couple of years so really excited this year fantastic thanks Emma Michael yeah, hi. So Michael Neal here. Uh, I'm the CIO for uh, Nuveen Real Estate for the EMEA region. Um, what does the triathlon mean to me? Well, I'm not doing the triathlon. I'm doing the duathlon. Um, but uh, I'm not a very good swimmer. That's the reason why I've never done a triathlon. I do hope at some stage to be able to compete on that basis. I think, you know, I did the um, the relay leg as, um, as as Emma was doing, actually, but I did the run back in 2019. Uh, that was actually the first time I'd been and participated. And I was blown away, actually, by uh, the whole triathlon experience. Uh, super fun day, really exciting, great opportunity, sort of community engagement with people and colleagues that you're seeing and people that you haven't seen for some time. And you know, having 2020 being cancelled for all the obvious reasons, I think 2021, just looking forward, it's going to be one of those moments, really, where 
you look back and you almost need to reflect on where you've been and um, and where you look at what you're looking forward to and hoping that, you know, this is the start of a, a more normal kind of way of life again, really. So that's what I'm really looking forward to for this uh, for this year's triathlon. Fantastic. As a non-swimmer, I always live by the words of Yoda, that there is no try, only do. <laughs> oh, like that. I'll use that um, <laughs> Thanks. Georgina, over to you. Hi, um, yeah, I'm, I'm Georgina. I'm from British Land. I'm one of the um, asset managers and working on the Canada Water Project. Um, very excited that the triathlon's back on. But again, like Michael, I'm a duathlon uh, participant. Having done the triathlon once with, at uh, Dorney, decided that open water swimming was not for me. <laughs> I did, I'm not one for wetsuits. Um, so just really excited, actually, not just to see kind of colleagues for British Land that I've not seen for quite some time, but also just across the industry because haven't had that opportunity to be able to network and get together. So really exciting. It's just a it's a, such a fun day that it goes from kind of really serious participants, but also loving to see what the fancy dress for some of the relay people kind of turn up in. So very excited. Excellent. Thanks, Regina. Keith, last but not least. Thank you. Uh, morning. I'm Keith Bailey. I'm investment director at Ravenair, uh, looking at our investments um, outside of London at present. Um, so I'm I'm a bit of an old timer on the triathlon. I think I might have even done the original back in the early 2000s when it was the King Surge triathlon. And so it's kind of an old friend for me. And you know we know each other very well. It's it's, it's very familiar. And you know we we always have a great time together. So. You know, really missed uh, missed out last year um, with it being cancelled, and so yeah, can't wait to get back this year. So looking forward to it. Um, you know, something which is is always a, a feature in the summer calendar, uh, and you know, particularly given that we've we've sort of all been sitting at home, um, there's a great opportunity to kind of reconnect with people. You know, within five minutes after arriving, that you'll bump into somebody that you haven't seen for a while, and and it's just wonderful to kind of to get back get back to that this year. So. And are you doing the full triathlon, Keith? Yes, I'm doing the the full the full the full shebang with the swim and everything. So yeah, fantastic. So we have a swimmer, two duathletes, and and uh, a, a real athlete doing the doing the whole thing. I guess we should <laughs> should say. Uh, <laughs> although, do you know what? I once had a conversation with Ali Brownlee. Oh, I was talking about duathlon. He said duathlon is harder than triathlon. Uh, because especially Olympic distance, because you have to run a long, long way. But that is a debate for another another day, I'm sure. Um, now, now all of you have talked about, um, you know, coming back together and this being a really great opportunity for us to catch up with people we haven't seen in person for such a long time. Um, the real estate community getting getting back together, and and that is one of the the great things about um, this triathlon, isn't it? They bring so many people together, and it brings families together as well it's not just it's not just a corporate real estate um get together is it it's very much a a family affair and that is um one of the wonderful things about it but there is a another very um important and wonderful aspect of the triathlon which is the charitable side to it we you know we're there to have fun and race and uh and hopefully um sit in the sun uh but that you know we're also there to ra raise some money and the triathlon has has helped JLL raise more than 1.2 million pounds for crisis over the last um four years and I'm really interested to hear from from everyone who has participated how that that makes you feel to have done something 
good I suppose real estate gets a bad name doesn't it for not doing enough good but I, th- I think that is that's not right we do do a lot um for people so yeah really keen to hear from you you know how you feel about being able to to help those uh those in need uh, Emma I'll start with you yeah and and I think um you know for us as part of JLL crisis is, is our our charity partner it's the last year of that partnership this year and the triathlon is absolutely the cornerstone of that partnership. And it does such a fantastic job and really does bring the whole industry together for kind of a collective goal. You've got your individual goals, trying to do the best that you can for yourself or your team. And then actually, you know, it's all this wrapped around what we're trying to do for for crisis. And it's such an important cause and really um, hits the heart of kind of what property in the built environment is about, really. Um, so 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 it's such an important part of our calendar for for our um for our fundraising and i think you know for the whole industry to get behind that is really fantastic and actually i've done some volunteering with crisis and been to their centers and their distribution centers so you kind of see see it from one end of the scale to the other in terms of where the where the money goes and where those contributions go and that's really fantastic to see the impact it has and so yeah really pleased to be part of that and 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 you know in a thoroughly enjoyable way as well Excellent. And Keith, you've if you've if you've been doing the the races from from day one, you've clearly um, done your bit as well in in helping support numerous charities over the over the years. Does that is is that part of the the um, appeal of the property triathlon for you as well that you can give something back? Absolutely. I mean, it's it's such an important aspect of of the triathlon, and it's incredible that so much has been raised over the years. Um, in Grosvenor, at Grosvenor, we have we've had a relationship and do have with with crisis as well and you know I guess uh, Emma's mentioned that you know the resonance of of homelessness with with the industry is, is sort of such an, an an important cause so it's great to be to be able to contribute towards that um, personally I've also done a bit of crisis at Christmas and so I helped out with that as well which just makes it a little bit more a bit more relevant to myself and, and meaningful so yeah no great great to be involved um, uh, over the years in, in helping such a great cause. Excellent. Thank you. Georgina, uh, I imagine the same same outlook for you. Yeah, exactly. Just kind of echo what the other guys have said. Um, Crisis is an amazing charity. I'm really glad that we're there and being able to kind of help and support and done a bit of investigating and having a look at what Crisis do and just actually look at how they offer some of their kind of support packages and looking at the crisis kits that they do and the ways that you can actually support the charity. I think, yeah, it's great. And it's as you say, it's such a fun day, but just being able to know that you're what's on the other side of it is brilliant. Um, and Michael, for for you, how do you how do you feel about it? Yeah, I think look, you know, in the real estate industry, I think we're incredibly privileged to be working in the industry that we do work in, and uh, I think it's super important to uh, to give back to to the community and these big efforts. And you know, hats off to JLL to uh, you know for keeping this one going and for raising the money that we've raised really these big events make a massive difference you know the sort of monies that have been raised here through everybody's collective effort and uh, through a bit of hard work and competition as well and fun which you get as part of it is just a fantastic initiative and you know absolutely delighted to be uh, participating again within that within that whole collective really excellent I, yeah i agree with everyone here it's such a such an important charity you know homelessness has has only got worse hasn't it over the last um 15 18 months so anything we can do as a collective industry to to make a difference is is so so important 
Um, Michael, you mentioned the the hard work that goes into into the triathlon. I'm I'm really keen to hear from everyone how training has been going over. You know, you've had an extended period of training because you we we missed a year. Uh, have you managed to find time, or have you been glued to Teams calls um, <laughs> throughout the last fifteen months? Michael, how how's it been going for you? I've definitely been glued to Teams and Zoom and WebEx and whatever other kind of platforms that uh, you need to these days but um, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you Sam I'm probably not in the place that I wanted to be at but uh, I was probably in a better place if the 2020 uh, one had been run. I did uh, injure myself unfortunately last year I had a knee operation to sort it all out. I am back um, trying to keep things going but as I say I'm probably not quite where I want to be but uh, definitely a level now where I can run, I can cycle so really looking forward to being able to compete. Probably not 100% where I wanted to be but you know that's what happens unfortunately when you get a little bit older <laughs> just one warning for everyone else Georgina how's your duathlon training going mm, yes <laughs> well I do so my I commute to work on my on my bike quite a lot and I do try to get out for a run because I am actually meant to be doing the marathon in October so <laughs> meant to be training for that as well but um really lucky my kind of Canada water team are all very keen cyclists so actually I have a lot of help and support from my colleagues who tell me that we need to cycle to Canada water or we need to cycle everywhere so I'm glad that the weather's back on our side and I will definitely be getting out running and cycling a lot more now. When you say hope and support do you mean that Roger Madeline forces you to cycle everywhere? I mean I didn't say that you did. <laughs> <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Keith, how's training going for, for you? You've got the you've got the three to train for. The three, yeah. No, so I'm I'm in a pretty good place. I did a, a slightly longer try a couple of weeks ago. So so I sort of I guess my focus is now to kind of to sort of focus on the shorter distances and um and actually Michael, I, I sympathize with you you say getting older, you know. The, the, I enjoy the endurance aspects of these events more and more as I get older and actually doing the shorter sort of sprint distances um, just you know they do test you in different ways um, so no so it's, it's, it's going pretty well trying to work in um, with the commute housing when I'm back back and forth into London had a had a great session yesterday actually with um, some of our a couple of guys in Grosvenor one of our advisors went for a run around Regent's Park and uh, breakfast afterwards so combining sort of training with with work as well so but yeah I mean I'd love to say I've got some amazing structured plan which um which is a grand master plan but actually it's it's the case of just sort of jamming it in where you can around around work work and children and things so yeah doing 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 whatever I can really find the, find the balance absolutely yeah and Emma, so the the swim. Have you been uh, looking at water temperatures? Are you uh, are you ready? Um, not quite ready, I would say. There's a common theme here, I think, amongst <laughs> us, apart from Keith, who seems to be pretty on top of it. But um, no, I mean, obviously, last year it was really challenging to get into a swimming pool. So it's only really this year that I've that I've um, got back in the in the pool again. But um, it's been fantastic to to get back swimming. I mean, I'm not. An extraordinary swimmer I'm doing this more for fun rather than for uh, for the for the personal best times or whatever so um it's just really nice to to actually have a you know have a dedicated reason to say no I must go swimming because I need to train um and yeah so I've been going to Hampton Pool which is a brilliant outdoor pool 
and I'm actually got, going to um, Shepparton Swim Lake um, in a bit as well to to do some actual open water swimming before the day because I think people get quite nervous about swimming um, swimming in open water and it is different to doing it in a in a pool certainly an indoor pool and, and an outdoor pool as well so it's good to try and get some of that practice in as well in terms of what actually lake swimming feels like again but I'm not looking forward to trying to get back into my wetsuit um, you know. <laughs> I was really good last year on the exercise I did a lot of running last year and then this year it's just kind of fallen off a bit of a cliff and um, um, as Georgina said the weather hasn't really helped us either so so yeah I haven't yet tried my wetsuit on I'm hoping the water temperature might be warm enough that I don't need it <laughs> but we'll see. I was always hopeful that the water temperature would be cold enough that you did need it because I am a terrible swimmer and needed all the yeah. buoyancy that I could I could, I could get. Well, I'd still be at the back. But you know. I, I did do the prop swim uh, the first year that they did that. And I think because of the Olympics, the whole um, triathlon event was pulled forward and we'd had snow up till mid-April and we were doing it in May and it was freezing cold. It was really, really cold. So yes to, to to the right temperature but not too cold I think is is the is the key there and that I don't was think the, it'll be that the, cold this year that was the 2k down the entire length of the lake wasn't it it was going around in circles the first year they did oh, it so you did yeah. a few circles but um but yeah that was pretty painful yeah yeah so, so we've talked a little bit about um balance and and finding time to to get the exercise in and we've talked a bit about how we've all been stuck in teams and webex and and zoom calls you know, there's a very clear link, isn't there, between exercise and, and mental health. And I, I, I'd be really keen to to hear from all of you how you are, I guess, using the training a little bit um, to to help make sure that there is balance in, in working, working life. And what advice you would give to any listeners of, of how to, you know, make sure they're looking after themselves physically and, and mentally um, through through exercise, perhaps. Um, Georgina, I'll start with you on that one. I, I think for me coming into the office has been a huge kind of kickstart just making sure that I cycle into the office because if I don't exercise for me it just completely changes my my frame of mind and how I approach things so getting out and about but it, it doesn't have to be intensive exercise and um, we as a company did this kind of step challenge through through May and just having that goal that you have to achieve and you're part of a team um, and just being able to get out and about even if it's just for a walk or a stroll I think really helps people's kind of getting through the day. Yeah, yeah. And Michael, as a as a leader, how are you sort of making sure that you know people working for you are taking time out to get that exercise and and, and leading by example, I suppose. Yeah, I'm certainly I'm certainly uh, recommending that. I think uh, exercise, physical exercise, is just so important. Over the last um, sort of 15, 18 months in particular, it's just really shown, you know, that uh, doing the exercise and taking time away from your desk is, you know, uh, super important. And um, you know, you just get into a, a routine. Otherwise, it never changes. You never know when the work life kind of balance when your working day ends and when your personal life begins and it's really critical just to sort of get away and I've said that to all of the people that certainly work with me and for all the for all of my colleagues that um, doing physical exercise you know whatever you can do whether it's a walk whether it's a run whether it's something far more significant than that it doesn't really matter it's what you know is achievable and what gives you the opportunity to sort of uh, take time out and just sort of uh, get some healthy exercise in really. So yeah, massive believer in exercise to, you know, help everyone out really and to assist in dealing with uh, all of those, you know, mental health issues that we know are, are really prevalent at the moment. 
Thank you. Emma, Emma, same, same outlook from you? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when we were all stuck in the house, it was very much about how do I leave the house? What's my reason for leaving the house? Um, and, you know, at one point it was like, well, you're allowed to go out and exercise. Fine, I'll go out and exercise. But, it, you know, it definitely has, you know, dual purpose. Yes, trying to keep the COVID pounds off, um, but but certainly kind of clearing clearing the mind, focusing on something that isn't a computer screen, enjoying nature and your surroundings and um, and just kind of, you know, making the most of most of that fresh air. And it just makes such a difference. I, I cycled um, this morning and just feel so much um, more energized than I would if I just got up and sat, you know, gone straight to sat at my sit at my desk. So, um, you know, that yes, it can feel like a complete drag. And, you know, how do you work it around your day? And can you feed it into your commute as part of it? So you kind of got a, a dual endeavor there. But it's, um, you know, it's super beneficial. It makes you just feel a lot, a lot better. And, and Keith, we are quite um, lucky as an industry, aren't we, that real estate is is very much into into exercise, whether it's golf, whether it's rugby, whether it's cycling, whether it's triathlon. We are a, a pretty physical sector. Do, do you think that is, what do you think um, brings that about, I suppose? Do you think it's the competitive nature of, of real estate? Yes, I mean, essentially, I think that certainly is, is, is a feature. Um and uh, well there's this competitive but then there's also the social aspects as well and i think you know the, the jll try really really nicely combines the two together really um so so yeah so i mean yeah yeah but yeah i mean and i guess the beauty of the, the jll try in the day is that there's many people there for, for many different reasons you know there's some sort of you know near elite athletes that are, that are sort of really pushing the boundaries but then there are many who are trying it trying it out for the first time uh, and just really enjoying the day and with their colleagues and, and and the market as well. So so yeah, I think it's um, but I think I think yeah, you're right. I think the industry does sort of you know enjoy and lend itself well to to these sorts of these sorts of events. I mean, I always look back to the Surveyor Sevens and I reflect that essentially I think the JL Trier sort of has taken over in a, in our new sort of mental mental health and well-being focused world. As as the kind of the the, the, you know, the annual event um, of of us all to get together and uh, and and enjoy ourselves. So yeah. And and let let's talk about the the day. Um, always starts very early, especially if people are doing the property swim or the duathlon. The duathlon I remember is always always first up. So you know we have to be bright eyed and bushy tailed. Uh, hopefully, as as it is August, the sun will be shining. But uh, it is also 2021, so we never know what's going to happen. Um, there will be a lot of people around. I know there will be lots of families, dogs. I'm going to bring my dog, new, you know, lockdown puppy. Uh, uh, what, what's the, I guess, what's the day going to look like for for you? And who who are you hoping to bump into? What's um what's the what's a successful day going to look like for for you, Keith? I'm gonna I'm gonna start with you on that one. I mean, I think for me, just the thing I love is, I mean, you've you've touched on it there, is just the whole the whole atmosphere of the day. You know, from you, you sort of arrive, park up, you've got that sort of nervous anticipation. You you know, you sort of hopefully done your training or not, depending on sort of how it's gone. And yeah, so you're sort of, you know, you're in preparation mode. Where do I need to go? What time do I need to wrap my bike? All that sort of thing. And there's that kind of excitement. And, you know, I love those conversations you have with, you know, people that you've never even met as you're sort of jumping into the lake um, and you're, you're sort of about about to hear the gun go. And then, and then you're in the race, and you know you're sort of the intensity of the race, and you're sort of in in sort of uh, in in the mode of, of racing. 
Uh, and then yeah then there's afterwards the sense of achievements and the satisfaction that you have um and just en enjoying you know what you know is i don't i dare i don't want to jinx it but it, it's normally a nice nice sunny day uh, with as you say your families and, and friends around so so no it's just i mean it's just the whole atmosphere of it really and i think the other thing as well is just you know the full range of abilities and as i say people you know trying it out for the first time um and and just yeah i think that's yeah that's it it's just a, a great day excellent thank you Mike, michael are you is there a lot of new veen team support coming coming down lots of people taking part are you yeah. looking forward to bumping shoulders with people yeah there looks a, a decent number at the moment anyway so uh which is really encouraging some of those you know i've not seen for um year and a half if i'm honest because we certainly within our office went into a kind of a b rotation so there are some people that are in the same group as me in group a and some that aren't so uh you know i'll be bumping into people and hopefully people within the industry that i've not seen for some time so that has to be the thing that i'm super looking forward to the other thing i think i'm looking forward to is by doing the duathlon and it going early i'm assuming that it is early i'll be all done you know able to sort of enjoy the rest of the day and uh, and chill out i remember in 2019 it was a really hot day and uh i kind of went just on that relay on the run at one o'clock or something like that and it was baking and uh i'm not a good runner in the heat and uh i went off a bit too quick perhaps and the splits that i did on the 5k <laughs> were uh probably not uh, straight out of uh a middle distance runner's um repertoire uh, <laughs> So I'm really hoping actually that, you know, get it done quite early, enjoy the day thereafter and uh, hopefully put in a, a reasonable performance and uh, just catch up with people. So, yeah, what 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 a day. I just really hope everything goes to plan. Yeah. Yeah. And Georgina, you'll be done early. Obviously, I might have to wait around to get up on the podium. Uh, <laughs> but how are you going to spend the day? It's definitely one of the things I really look forward to is the fact that duathlon is the first thing out and, and everyone's really excited or just kind of not had their coffee yet so not quite quite with it but I kind of get there early enough and we always have a tent at British Land so I get really excited about setting up the tent doing my event and then everyone else kind of comes and rocks up and then we've always got refreshments it's just kind of coming and going and lots of people just having that space and spot and I'm also seeing a friend that I've not seen for 15 months um, so I'm really excited that he's decided to come and do it and he'll come and join us in the tent as well so it, it's just I like the whole day and I do like and I generally am one of the last people there till the end of the day as well <laughs> as long as the weather's nice. Excellent Emma for, for you personally the day how's how are you feeling about it and for, and for JLL what's the what's the JLL vibe for the day? Um, excitement on both counts I think um Personally, I obviously have a responsibility to my teammate to do the best I can, taking the first leg and, and not to be too near the back of the pack, although uh, I'm definitely not going to be at the front of the pack. So so my teammates, um, Sophie and Sonal, will be um, picking up the baton from where I where I pass it on. So, you know, I'll, I'll be getting there and, and um, getting myself ready in that nervous anticipation. And then obviously I can cheer them on as they go around, which is really fantastic. And we'll spend the rest of the day cheering, cheering people on as they go around as well. Um, and then, yeah, from a JLL perspective, you know, we've been waiting a long time and, and all the kind of is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? When's it going to happen? That's That's been going on, um, you know, internally in terms of the events team who are putting it on. So it's fantastic to get this to get this over the line this year. And, um, you know, I think there's just a massive collective sigh, not only within JLL, but but externally in terms of just, you know, feeling like things are picking up and there's a bit of normality, um, you know, coming back into the way that we're 
living our lives again and, and this is definitely kind of one of those and this is really the, the only big event I do in a year really I mean it's definitely the biggest event that I do in a year and it's it's a you know it's a marker for me um as it as it is for for many of us so uh, so it's really fab I think that you know that um point that we've we've made about this is an event that might be that signal of his normal again is going to be so so important and you know I for one am really looking forward to to something feeling like it used to used to feel and uh and I really hope that the triathlon's gonna gonna do that whether it's sunny or or not I think the coming together of of this industry which is what it does so so very well and you know it's a it's a sector that is it's competitive but but friendly isn't it you know the f1 works with each other to to compete so uh it's going to be a great great day the main I thing get... as well is that you can eat whatever you like after you've competed so you know <laughs> georgina who's doing who's up first you can just spend the whole day <laughs> eating whatever you like i've done all this exercise today so <laughs> uh, i will i will drop our multimedia editor in in it here so he always comes and and films and by nine o'clock has eaten two burgers and hasn't done any racing but uh (laughs) but uh (laughs) that's what you can do because you you borrow the calories from other people um so before before we go um I know that listeners will be thinking okay I've got about a month to go what should I be doing if I want to, if I really want to compete, I want to, I want to be up there on that podium getting a silver, silver cup uh, and some champagne, which I assume is still, still on the, on the, on the offer. Um, one big training tip um, from each of you for, for listeners, things that they should do if they want to have a great, great day. Uh, Keith. Um, so as I'm doing the whole thing, I'll sort of, I've got a couple actually, but if, if you allow me to probably, but I mean, one sort of thing is is it, practice running off the bike. Um, you know, your your body is is sort of. I think the the swim to run trans sorry swim to bike transition is quite fine because you know you're using different muscle groups. But when you get off the bike, particularly if you're doing the the full thing and going to the run, it, it's quite a sort of it's quite a unusual experience. So if you're not used to that, then it, it can sort of throw you slightly. So that's one tip. Um, and then I guess the other thing, if you again, if you're doing the whole thing, I always like to have done the distance in each of the disciplines in the sort of in the week or two before. Just and it just gives you that confidence that you know that you know you can do it. So therefore, when you go into it, you're slightly more relaxed and and you can you can enjoy it more rather than wondering if you can you know if you can actually make it to the end of the swim. And I think the swim's probably you know, for most it's probably the harder part of of, of the three. Excellent tips there, excellent ones, especially the practicing running off the bike because that is. That can be odd. Can't very unusual. <laughs> Georgina, I think they were very good technical tips from from Keith, so I probably won't um, follow on from those. But just whatever you do during your ta- training period, just make sure you're enjoying it. So whether don't push yourself, don't kill yourself, just stick to what you can do and just have fun. Always a good tip because if you're having <laughs> fun, uh, it it doesn't feel too painful, does it? The pain exactly. goes away. <laughs> Michael. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll give you actually a tip that I got from uh, from my daughter's uh, running coach. Actually, my daughter's a uh, middle distance, like county level runner, and um, and uh, she's a member at Blackheath and Bromley Harriers. And uh, Blackheath and Bromley Harriers, her first coach, who was actually Dina Asher Smith's first coach, 
so he knows what he's doing. And I said to him, how am I going to get faster at doing park runs? Because, you know, I was doing park runs and they always seem to be at a certain pace. And he just said, variety, you have to do variety. Don't just run, you know, just sort of go slow, go fast, alternate it, go up hills, go down hills. So just create some variety, a little bit of intervals into it. And you can still have fun, by the way, doing that. And actually, I think you have more fun because you're breaking down what can sometimes then be quite, you know, if you, especially if you're training for something which is quite grueling, you know, you're going to be running for quite a long time or cycling for quite a long time. So a little bit of intervals and just variety, generally speaking, different times and distances, I think is uh, certainly something that helped me sort of improve my running at the time. Um, and uh, yeah, that'd be my big tip, I think, really. And it's come from someone who knows what he's doing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always still from the experts, I say. Yeah. Emma your big tip um I think this is a tip for I guess new swimmers which is do try and get into some open water before you before you get there on the day because um it can you know people can be quite nervous about open water swimming it does feel quite different um so do try and get into it and if you are nervous just stay at the back there's loads of arms and legs flying around at the front you don't want to be part of that I don't want to be part of that either so I'll be starting near the back um just just so that you can enjoy and make the most of it and and try not to kind of get um overawed by everything but um you know I think if you do that take your time um sort your sort your breathing out early and then you'll enjoy the rest of the swim but yeah try not to be late um and running in and sort of out of breath already once you get in the in the water I've done that as well that's not good <laughs> I, I can share a very embarrassing story um about um being late for the start of a, a a race with you all if you if you would like I will embarrass myself so back in the back in the day I used to um com- compete at um an age group level um because I could ride a bike all right and could run pretty well couldn't swim very well and I was at the Europeans in Turkey um I quite like the sunshine and I quite like bikes so I was um sunning you know sunning myself and looking at bikes and and thinking oh that's a nice one what bike should I get next and uh I was just milling around and then someone tapped me on the shoulder and said isn't your isn't your wave in in the water and I was like no 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 they would have called I would have heard and then um, my wave was indeed in the water so cue Sam McClary running down a pontoon diving into the water not really diving diving belly flopping into the water <laughs> swimming off in uh, I can't really do front crawl very well having a um one of the canoeists come over tap me on the head and say you're going the wrong way (laughs) Uh, trying desperately to catch up and there's no way that a slow swimmer is ever going to catch up um with some age groupers uh and uh coming dead last in the european championships (laughs) and embarrassing the country so and then ever for months afterwards every other race people i didn't know would come up to me and say do you know when you when your race starts? Oh, no. Make sure you're there. So a really good tip: always make sure you're there in plenty of time and paying attention, because otherwise <laughs> you will look like an idiot. Um, <laughs> um, but I think you know the the overriding um, point of the property triathlon is to have fun, isn't it? And to to come together and to and to raise some much needed money for for crisis. Um, so I look forward to to seeing you all there. Uh, cheering you all on 
and for everyone to have a, a really great day and the sun to shine and the industry to come back together and do what it does so very well. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the EG Property Podcast. We hope you found the content insightful and helpful. If you'd like more of the same and to keep up with all the latest news, views, analysis and research that the EG Group has to provide, be sure to sign up to all of our property podcasts and subscribe to Radius Data Exchange for unlimited access to all of our content and comprehensive commercial real estate data. Thank you.